You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Only faith places Jesus. Only faith places Jesus. That will be the title of the message. Let's take a look at the book of Mark 11. Now, when they drove near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethna at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, verse 2, and he said to them, go into the village opposite you. As soon as you have entered it, you will find a cup tied. Verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in what? Have faith in God. Only faith pleases Jesus. Only faith pleases God. Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. 23. For assuredly, I said to you, whoever said to this mountain, in place of mountain, you can put your challenges and whatever. Whoever said to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Have faith in God because only faith pleases him. Faith means believing in God that he would do what he has said whether your faith is great or small, it's not the issue. The issue is if God has promised, will he lie and change because your faith is? What does this mean now? Mean we do not need great faith but great God. Tell your neighbor, this may, you do not need great faith, but great what? What is lacking is not great faith, but a great God. Only faith pleases Jesus. What is lacking in the ministry today is not great faith, but a great God. Have faith in God. Our things are possible. You need to know the faithfulness and trustworthiness of God. Simple. If God has not promised anything, if God has not promised anything, how can we know that he is faithful? He must promise something before we can talk about his faithfulness. His faithfulness is forevermore. His faithfulness is forevermore. 
he must promise something. If he has not promised anything, how can you know that he is faithful? He must promise something before you can talk about his faithfulness. The book of Mark 11 says, have faith in God, verse 22. This means God is the source of our faith. Mean God is the giver of our faith. The fact that God is the source, the fact that God is the giver of our faith does not mean merely that he gives faith to us. But we have faith. Men have faith. Men increase in faith through him because he's the source of our faith. Men have faith. Men increase in faith through him because it's the source of our faith. How? It's easy to just increase your faith through him. To have faith through him, simple. Because he possesses a nature that makes it easy for men to trust in him. What are the nature? Read your Bible. with devotion because it has a purifying power, the Bible. That is nature of God. God possesses a nature that makes it easy for you to trust God. When you read your Bible with devotion, attentively, slowly, Repeatedly, it has a purifying power. It is enduring. It has a healing power here. It's nature of God. It keeps one from error and sin. May you read with devotion. Your heart is troubled, but it gladdens our heart when you read with devotion. It rejoices our heart. The human spirit, when it is free, is sensitive to God's spirit. When your spirit is free, there is nothing like, oh, oh, trouble, this. Where am I going? What am I going to eat tomorrow? How will I eat? Where am I going? I'm tired. My business is failing. I have pain. You know, all this are weight on the spirit. I'm tired. I don't know what I will eat today. When your spirit is free, it's sensitive to God's spirit. That it Alive to God's prayer. Alive. You know when you say something is alive. Very friendly. You love the spirit of God. But because your spirit has so much trouble. You think so much. Hindrance. So it's not difficult for you to. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. 
But when that spirit is free, very sensitive to God's word, God's spirit. But if it is what? If it is trouble, it loses sensitivity. When it's trouble, then it becomes a useless instrument. Very, very useless instrument. Faith is a spiritual force. Faith in God. I'm not saying that I feel faith in you, faith in yourself, faith in your this, faith in your that, faith in this, faith in miracle, faith in deliverance, faith in this. But faith in God is quite different. That is faith in the finished work of our Lord Jesus. No, healing is a past tense issue. It's not something that I believe, okay, I've played my role, I'm faithful now. He must also give me what I want. No. You are not faithful for him to do what you want. He has done it. It's available. It's finished. Just believe and say thank you. When you have played your role, all you did, thank you, Jesus. Faith is a spiritual force that develops and grows in the heart or spirit of man. Take note the word heart and the word spirit. Let's see what the Bible says about heart spirit. First Peter chapter 3 verse 4. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is very precious in the sight of God. When we are talking of heart, we are talking of the spirit. Take notes. And when we are talking of the spirit, we are talking of the heart. Tell your neighbor, when we talk of heart in the church, we are talking of the spirit. When we talk of the spirit, we are talking of the heart. How can faith become a spiritual force? When we say faith, if faith is not a spiritual force, how can he live within your heart? There is no way he could live within your heart. There is no way he could abode within your heart. There is no way he could occupy within your heart. Faith that is not spiritual force. Come here, here. It's commit in the memory. Like your academic, you go to school, you read, you memorize your book. Your academic issue is here. Bible is here. There's a place for Bible. There's a place for your book. That is why each time you are graduated, first degree, you are going for second degree, you forget about that one. Because if you carry that one again, your memory will not carry it. You have to, mm, you don't want to remember everything about first degree. You want to have second degree. Okay, let's see how faith becomes spiritual force. Let's look at the book of John 6, verse 63. It is the spirit who gives life, the flesh, profit nothing. The word that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. Who is talking there? Jesus. Jesus said, is where are spirit and life. If 
God's word as spirit and life, it means Bible faith is spirit and life. Bible faith comes from God's word. And God's word is spirit. Can you see how it becomes a spiritual force? So it means if God's word is spirit, it means it's capable of cooking us spiritually. Since God's word is spirit, it has ability to develop what we call spiritual force within our heart called faith. If you consider God, your faith will spontaneously grow, that is naturally grow. That is, if you look at God, look to God, and meditate on God, we will grow spontaneously. We look to God, look at God. The more you think about what you read, the more familiar you become with his voice. You know, when you read your Bible, you begin to think about your business. Instead of thinking about the source of your business, after finishing reading the Bible, you just read, you put it down. The next thing you turn back, you begin to think of how your business will grow, how they will pay that money to your account, how they will not disappoint you, how the pain in your body. And instead of thinking about the source of those things, the source of your business, the source of your finances, the source of your, my God. Forget about your business. Forget about everything. Think about the source. You take care of those things instead of taking care of your source. You think about your money. When money comes, you forget about the source. It's like a stream water that comes from river. The river is dry. You can't get water here. The more you think about what you read, the more you become familiar with his voice. Respond to him in dialogue. Respond to who? God in dialogue. More importantly, to listen than to speak. More importantly to do what? To listen than to what? Than to speak. But you want to speak. Jesus is loud. I'm born again. Instead of you to consider and pay attention to the word of God first and be pregnant. If you don't have anything here, what will you speak out? If you consider God's word, you will spontaneously grow in faith. Faith is natural. It's what? It's natural. It is a trust. When I say it's natural, I mean faith is not something produced within. It's not something manufactured within. 
it's natural. It is a trust that arises out of the fact that the other party is honest, trustworthy, reliable, stable. Out of the fact that the other party is honest, trustworthy, reliable, stable. Who? Jesus. It's only Jesus that is reliable, stable. I mean, only him. So this is the one you can commit yourself and your things to. Because it's honest. Faith means committing yourself and things to someone else, smarter, clever, wiser, powerful than you. And Jesus is the one that's smarter than me. Jesus is the one that's powerful than me. Jesus is the one that's smarter than me, clever than me. The same to you. Never ask yourself, do I have faith? I might have sufficient faith. I don't have faith. That is why I'm not receiving. No. You are not the basis of faith. Tell your neighbor. You are not the basis of faith. You are not the basis of faith. What you have seen in life, your experiences in the past, a lot of hindrance and ordo that will have claimed your life and the Lord saved you, that shows you that God is reliable. Then, faith comes. When you realize God is reliable, faith comes. That is faith for you. Oh, God is reliable. I will have been in the graveyard. Oh, my God. Yes, you can still do it. Again, again, and again, and again, and again. Here you are looking freely, talking freely, sitting freely. By what authority are you able to sit freely, talking freely, looking at me freely? Many are on the seabed looking for opportunity to sit like you. Many are eating their enemy food because they have no choice. They're on the sea bear. They have no choice. Anybody that gives them food, they will eat. It is their enemy that turns them right, left, because they cannot turn themselves because of the disease and sickness. Somebody has to come there and turn their body. Somebody has to come there and bath. Somebody has to come there and toward them. But here you are. You can't eat your enemy food. You have choice. Here you are. You can say no. No, I don't like this. Because you have that enablement. Tell your neighbor, God is reliable. This is what David said to his brother. When he was called to take food to his brother in the war from a rusty boy, he saw his brother afraid. He said, what happened to you people? He said, ah, look at this giant man. He has been threatening or he wants to kill us. He has killed many of us. Oh, David said, ah, who is giant? 
let me tell you, God is reliable. God helped me to use my hand to kill bear. The brother said, huh? You have never mentioned this to me. I use this hand to kill bear by the help of God. Can this man kill bear? If I can kill bear and tear bear with my hand, who is this giant? The brother said, are you sure what you are saying? Remember, David was a cattle rearer. He was not coming from theology school. He was not a bishop or he was not a pastor Joshua. He was just a cattle rearer, just go to the bush and, but suddenly because God is reliable and he has seen the traces, what God has done for him in the past, God is reliable, his faith grows spontaneously. His faith grew spontaneously. That he said, oh, with the help of God, I will kill this man. With the help of God, I will defeat this man. That is faith. He was not studying Bible. He was not. He was in the bush. They called him from the bush as a small boy. Because he said, he has seen God. He has realized God is reliable. God is trustworthy. He said, hey, I have used hand to kill there. When he got to the king, they said, okay, go and meet the king. So the king can dress you to fight the war. When he got to the king, he said, you, you are too small. You want to fight the giant? He said, yes. Okay, have the armor and wear it. When he wore the armor, he could not move. The king said, could you see now that you will not be able to stand the giant? He said, please, I don't need armor. He removed the armor and dropped it and said, I only need catapult and a stone. Never ask yourself, do I have faith? Remember what happened in the past. How God saved your life from a danger that will claim your life. Remember how God rescued you in the past. Remember how you are restored in the past. When you remember this, you will know God is trustworthy, is reliable. Then faith comes spontaneously. Remember what happened to you in the past, how God rescued you in a situation that will have claimed your life. Remember the sickness that will have killed you and which has killed many, but here you are today. Working freely, looking freely. Remember the attack, the poison that will have claimed your life. But here you are. When you remember all this, you agree with me that God is reliable. You can still rely on him. Then faith comes spontaneously. Say, I have no faith. Do I have enough faith? You don't need enough faith. You need great God. What we are lacking is not great faith, but a great God. 
because faith is natural. We need to know his faithfulness and trustworthy in the past what happened, in the past how you, here you are. What has claimed many people have had happened to you, but here you are. Tell your neighbor, what had claimed many people life had happened to you, has happened to me. Here I am today, looking freely, sitting freely, walking freely, talking freely. God is reliable. If God is reliable, me faith has come. When the moment you know ah, God is reliable, He has done this for me before, and now I need that thing now. He can still do it. God is reliable. Faith comes. That is how faith comes. And spontaneously grow. Thank you, thank you, thank you.